It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey, everyone. It's divisional championship weekend. This season's almost done, Ryan. I can't believe this. Yes, I know. Oh my gosh. Then we got nothing. Then it's a really low part where you need a couple months. There's really nothing. UFL, we got the, Euro. AFL. We got the mm-hmm. Euros. We got the Euros coming in the summer. So it's that'll a, be fun. And the Olympics. It's a, it's a year Olympics. Sport. There you go. Yeah, but Madness. we're Canadian. We're, we're, yeah. we like, I like the Winter Olympics better. Currently, but I'm like, I've now realized how... In the in the minority, I am with people liking the Winter Olympics. Oh no, which I, I think is the far superior Olympics. But apparently, I'm the only one who thinks more that. violence. You know, aside from there's boxing in the summer, but there seems more violence. I, which I like the hockey and yeah. the shooting. Hey, you get the shooting. There is yeah. shooting at the Olympics uh, this year, but uh, we got NFL. Uh, we'll get a focus on the positives. Uh, good news uh, out of Vegas, obviously. Uh, no longer interim head coach Antonio Pierce, head coach. Uh, so it's nice to have a man of color, obviously being a head coach, but one who obviously <laughs> deserves it, you know, like it's not sort of this Rooney rule. Um, players love him. Everyone loves him. He got the wins. He made Vegas uh, scary to play against. So good for yeah. him. Uh, good news. Well, he made the defense. <laughs> the offense had one game yeah. where they threw zero yards, but it was more of a, I think this is just more of a, uh, kind of like what they had to do with with the last interim coach, Rick Pisacci, who brought him to the playoffs, and they got rid of him for Josh McDaniels. And I think Max Crosby, I think he was one of the vocal leaders. He's like, if you don't hire him, trade me. And I think yeah. with that, when players like that, you know, Devontae Adams, all the kind of leaders of the team are like, get this guy, then you kind of have to, right? Because I yeah. think the Raiders also are paying, so they're still paying Gruden, yeah. they're paying McDaniels, so Go with it. They probably need a cheap coach, to be honest with you. They probably wouldn't be able to afford Harbaugh. No. But Jimmy the main G. thing, I, yeah. But the main thing I think with him now is he has to really uh, nail the offensive coordinator mm-hmm. position because that's where the Raiders really struggled. Like he, he can, so he doesn't have to focus on that. He's going to be able to focus on, you know, being the leader and, and the defense. He can help that. But they really got to hit it on that offensive coordinator because that was the problem with that team. Last year. Yeah, and quarterback, quarterback play, and quarterback. What are you going to do? Stidham's so, not going to lead you to the promised land. Like, don't really know if this is a great hiring, but listen, if the team loved him, they fought for him. Um, we'll have to just see how the results are next year. But good for him. It's yeah. good. Uh, Mike he Tomlin, obviously, Raiders. he kind of like breathes Raiders. Oh yeah, he I mean, he's so, he's, like, he's old he's, school. He's an old school Raider, exactly. and he plays old. And that's, I think, what the fans like as well. I mean, even if it's in Vegas now, the 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 diehard. Raider fans, it's he he's got that energy you want, that sort of anger, you know. Uh also Mike Tomlin, you know, he's uh his fire says intensified. He expects an extension on his contract, which obviously Pittsburgh, I mean, he's the only reason I think that team made it as far as they did is the will and tenacity and bulging yeah. eyes of Mike Tomlin. Well, yeah, he's got he's got one one year left, I think, on his deal. So I don't know if he'll extend. I think he just I think it's like it's like with any job, you could be there too long, right? Yeah. And he's maybe just seeing like kind of other people going, getting a second chance at this, and like seeing Belichick do this and getting all like the, you know, he's been with the same thing. No one's finding him on like, like trying to woo him, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I would love him. him. The Bears, like, I would. Mike, any team, I think, yeah. would kill for Mike Tomlin. And I think it's like right now, I think I wouldn't be surprised if you see Tomlin just maybe take a year off after this and then come back. Kind of like Sean Payton did. Like yeah. coaches, because coaches are now seeing like 
what they can leverage and what kind of money they can make as well. It's a coach's market. Yeah, de- you're right. Desperate, stuff like that. How desperate teams are for a good coach. So yeah, he could be um, a, I, on I, the Pat McAfee show, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just spewing. Just, just gone down. Oh, he'd be just great. Like, he'd be great as a pundit. Amazing. Getting pl- plays sent to him from 4chan. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, so we've got the divisional championships this weekend. Also, uh, you check the Metropolitan Weather Office near you, folks. If you haven't seen uh, the transit strikes, aren't this week? They're next week. But uh, the big weather warning across for the UK this weekend. So watch if you're traveling. Eighty mile an hour winds are saying across the UK. Um, so if you are traveling this weekend on Sunday night, uh, particularly, that's when the weather is going to be nasty. It's going to be nasty uh, for a lot of teams because uh, a couple of, a lot of teams are, are going home. Uh, they're going to Cancun to hang out with Dak uh, if they lose in this one. And we'll start with the first game, which is Houston, eleven and seven. Uh, they're going into Baltimore, thirteen and four. Um, Baltimore obviously has had some time off, maybe a little rusty. C.J. Stroud, a little bit banged up in terms of their team. Um, you know, they've had some injuries, but they've gotten themselves to this place, putting on a beating last week against Cleveland. Uh, but Baltimore's also been dominant. They're nine and a half point favorites in this one. 43 and a half is the over under. It's going to be in Baltimore. Uh, going to be crappy weather, probably. Um, is there any uh, <laughs> is there any way Houston can, can beat these Baltimore Ravens? Hmm. I don't... Yes, there's well, there's multiple reasons because well, number Mark one, Andrews you have, yeah. you have um, yeah, but you have Baltimore who literally haven't played a real competitive game in about three weeks, mm-hmm. you know, and this is kind of similar to what happened to them in 2019, you know. I think they they had you know Lamar winning the MVP, number one seed, had a buy, and then they came out, and they got whooped by Tennessee, mm-hmm. and now you except this time you're coming in with like the hottest quarterback, uh, just this team that just has no fear in him. And Lamar's the one with all the pressure, right? Because yeah. there's the there's always been, you know, playoff Lamar that he's that he's struggled. He hasn't been able to win uh consistently in the playoffs. And and if he goes down and CJ Stroud comes in, throws around, he loses this game, there's gonna be a lot of a lot like again, he'll be fine because he'll win the MVP. Yeah. Like Lamar's not gonna lose his job or anything. But those little whispers will keep coming in the same way with Josh Allen if he loses to Mahomes. Like yeah. these are big games for qu- quarterbacks today for like like their legacy in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and and I, I think I like uh, Baltimore to win. Um, I think they will win. I just think that 10 and well, it's like nine and a half. Nine and a half, yeah. Nine, nine and a half, yeah. Lamar hasn't been uh, a really good against the spread guy covering big spreads. I think this year he's barely covered any, yeah. if, if, if at all. Um, so I, I just think this is too much. I really like just the way... Houston's defense has been playing like they've just been really kind of forcing like just those again you play Flacco but you can force turnovers with Lamar that's the one thing he mm-hmm. does get a bit sloppy you can get the fumbles especially if it's going to be wet there could be drops the, the thing that I just want to say like everyone else is just how far can CJ Stroud keep doing this like is yeah. he going up against a great defense and now this is the weekend where it just gets put to an end the death blow well, I mean, it's hard to to write this kid off. Like, I, I, I mean, I would say even in betting, I, I, I would say he goes over three hundred yards. You know, that those the way he's been chucking it around. It's going to be obviously Baltimore's defense, which is really fierce. You know, you have to wonder though with the amount of time they've had off, sort of playing. You know, I would like I, I could see Houston coming out early, getting some points, 
before Baltimore's like, oh, crap, we got to win this. And it's going to be how they respond, because if Houston does come out firing and, and it, they're up, you know, just like they were with Cleveland, if they're up 17 points or something like that, what does Baltimore do? Obviously, they have the yeah. talent to be able to do it. But you got a team, as you say, that's hot. And if Baltimore comes in cold and it takes them a while to warm up, that's what to me is going to be sort of one of the big factors is how quickly can Baltimore yeah. play into this playoff game? Um, the defense is fierce. We know that. We know that they can make the adjustments and and they're, they're the number one D. You know, if they put the pressure on, if they're able to shut down his his targets and, you know, shut the running game down and make him scramble for his life, then Stroud's in for a real problem. I mean, it's, you know, in week one, they put a beating on him. And if if they're able, obviously, he was, you know, sacked five times in, in that game. Um, that could be an issue because they are a sack, sack fiesta team. That being said, though. Yeah, you know, but we yeah, but we saw the Cleveland last week with their yeah. defense. And everyone's like, oh, Cleveland, this defense, Stroud's never played. That. And he just picked them apart. So, again, we don't – I think you're right in that the, begin, the first 10 minutes are going to be so key on what happens. Like, if Baltimore gets the ball and they just go down the field, Lamar throws a touchdown, they're like, okay, they're ready. It's yeah. kind of like the same way with San Francisco. Like, how are they going to look? And, yeah, are they exactly. going to come out? right off and just kind of run it down the throat and be like, all right, we're the number one seed for a reason. They come out, go three and out. Stroud comes in, touchdown. It's going to be a little, it's going to be a bit of squeaky buttholes, as they say over here. Squeaky yeah. bumhole time. Squeaky bumhole. Gonna... Squeaky. Yeah, the squeaky butthole. That's, uh, but if, yeah, it's going to be that sort of key and it's, it's going to be the pressure that Baltimore is able, how they're able to rally this defense. The other thing too was, you know, was the ability of the Texans, the picks that they had, their defense was also good. So Lamar also, you know, if if there's an issue, he's got to watch out in, in terms of his throw. I think that when it comes down to it, Baltimore just seems to be more well-rounded and it comes down to the Texans, obviously have had some injuries throughout the season. Baltimore seems to be healthy and they've got everyone. Aside yeah. from Mark Andrews, who would have been nice, but the fact that he's not playing and it gives them an extra amount of time, if they do win, that'll be dangerous because he's Lamar's favorite target. I, I've, for myself, I'm just erring towards Baltimore in this one, just because yeah. I think that, that I, I would take bets that first quarter that the Texans cover the spread or have the lead, you know, like, the, you know, whatever that is, I would take them in the first quarter, but I, I would take Baltimore to win this one. I, I do have Baltimore to win. I have them to win 27 to 20. Um, ah, that's exactly what I had. That's oh, exactly really? the same score. Yeah, I was going to go Baltimore twenty-seven twenty. Yeah, I think I think it's a good spot. I think they're going to have a chance, maybe like at the end to to come back and tie it, and Baltimore's defense will will step up and make a big play. I think that's how yeah. I see it. Kind of, but I could I could also see it being twenty to three for for Houston at the half, yeah. and Baltimore just turns it on at home because you don't want to have that home a crowd hating you. We are talking yep. about uh, the rust and and the and the best to bust. Um, Green Bay ten and eight, San Francisco twelve and five, San Francisco nine and a half point favorites, fifty point five as you over under. These two uh, have a legacy against each other. Uh, ten ten postseason uh, appearances against each other, five and four in favor of San Fran in this one. Jordan Love, though, you know, I was a Bears fan. I gotta I gotta give credit. This kid has he he played up and down football. Uh, but then he's also just plays like a steamroller some games. Uh, plays, you know, QBR rating, huge, um, but just has really good awareness and is able to dissect the field. Um, 
and the, the, the you know, what they've been running or the, some of the schemes they've been running, mix and match, shake and bake. You know, there's it's it's kind of good when you see it, and you're just like they're going to score because they're missing up the defenses. Are they able to mess up the San Francisco 49ers, though? That's the big question. Uh, San Fran has had some time off. Nine and a half points, though. They're at home. Green Bay. You're, you're a cheesehead-loving trainer. <laughs> I am a cheesehead admirer because mm-hmm. of what I watched last week. Um, I, I think if, if I'm Green Bay and I get that kickoff, I go, or I win the toss, I'm, asking, I'm going for the ball and going right down the field trying to. Just yeah. I know most people defer, but... The way Green Bay's been playing, especially just right off, like how good they looked on yeah. that first drive last week. Like, if you want to just go in and just silence the crowd, I think when you're on the road, I think that's the strategy. Yeah. Like, you go in, like it happened to Buffalo last year with with Cincinnati. They just went walked right down the field, seven nil down, seven zero down, five minutes into the game, and you're like, oh shit! And then again, yeah. they you caused the other team to get a bit more antsy. And again, you have Brock Purdy. This is his first playoff game. Technically, yeah. he did start the other one. We got knocked out of it in the first quarter, and it was a disaster. So we've never really even seen playoff Brock Purdy before. You know, we've this is technically his first one with the pressure of being the number one seed going up against the hot team. Again, I think nine and a half. Is it nine and a half? This nine one and well. a half. Yeah, nine and a half. Just like Again, I just think it's too much. I think... If I'm a Green Bay fan, the thing that worries me the most is McCaffrey. Like, yeah. they, Green Bay can get run on, and McCaffrey has just been like almost untouchable when he's mm-hmm. been back there. He's been incredible. The thing that, if you're Sam friend, you're just worried about like an injury because that's just the luck you've had. Yeah, just I mean, trying course. to kind of get through this game. I don't know. I I I could see Green Bay pulling off and up. I'm going to pick San Francisco, but I could definitely see Green Bay. Pulling off an upset. I think this one is going to come down to the wire. I do think there's a chance one of either Stroud or Jordan Love is going to pull off the upset. I don't know which one because I think, uh, I think, I just think San Francisco has this weird playoff juju state. They just haven't been able to close it. Uh, But I'm going to pick it to be a very close game 27 24 uh, Niners. Last second field goal. I mean, look, you talk about the juju. I mean, it's their sixth straight NFC divisional round, you know, um, appearance. They're, uh, San Fran to me is battle hard. This is where they step up, and this is where the coaching happens. The rust, does, as I say, will be worrisome. But the other thing is, too, it comes down to coaching. I think Shanahan, obviously, everyone watched the game last week, and San Fran has been taking notes, you know. Dallas, I don't think, was taking notes. Dallas wasn't prepared. I think Dallas came in. They were playing it like a regular season game. Um, you know, they weren't playing like they needed to win. And San Fran, I think, is going to have a plan for this one. I could see Jaden Reed having a good game, though. You know, as you say, it, it is uh, the, in the Packers' best interest to to score early. And they they have that ability. They do have these mix-up the plays. Tone. Set the tone. Yeah, and they do have these mix-up plays where they're shifty, shaking, bacon at the line. You're like, okay, and they and they mix it around. They confuse, and it takes sometimes. It takes a good coach and a you know defensive coaches to recognize it and go, okay, here's how we stop that. Because um, you are once you put enough pressure on uh, Jordan Love and San Fran has that, he's in a lot of trouble. And that that offensive line has been playing very good for Green Bay, but this is a big test because this is in you know San Fran is coming. Um, mm. I, I, McCaffrey to me is, a, as you say, the key to this. He is going to run 
run, run. And Green Bay is not going to be able to stop. It's going to be relentless. If he's not doing it, it's going to be something to Debo. It's going to be something to Ayuk. They'll be mixing it up. I'm sure, just like Green Bay, that they've got some plays that they watched last week. They've watched. They've had enough time. I think San Fran's ready. They're at home in this one. Uh, Meth heads will be in the corner. I've got San Fran win at 35 to 21, uh, 14 point victory, um, and San Fran pouring it on in the second half. Easy, down. easy win for San Fran as they move on. Moving on, moving on. It's to Sunday fun day, everyone. And you'll be able to watch this game because unlike the other two games, which are 9.30 uh, on Saturday night and 1.30 Sunday morning, this one is 8 o'clock. Uh, the first one, 8 o'clock on Sunday night in the UK, 3 p.m. in the Eastern Standard Time. Tampa Bay. Oh, you Baker Mayfield. They're 10 and 8. And they're coming to visit a Detroit team who escaped a lucky win last week against the L.A. Rams. They're 13-5, and five, technically, with the record. Uh, Six-and-a-half-point favorites of this one. At home, in a dome, Eminem will be there. 48-and-a-half points is the over-under. Baker has been playing Kid, good football. Kid Rock will be there. Will Kid Rock be there? That's the real question. Kid Rock will probably be there. He'll be selling beers and shooting them. Um, <laughs> he'll, be sh- he'll be shooting Bud Lights behind you. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be the halftime show. Yeah, come on, kid. You can do it. Uh, first appearance, uh, first win for the uh, Detroit in 32 years in the playoffs. Um, but this one is going to be yeah, tough. I mean, they played each other before. It was a low-scoring affair. Um, but Detroit beat them in the regular season. How do you like uh, Tampa's chances here uh, facing this Detroit team? I don't really. I don't. Um, for just because I think Tampa literally their game against Philly, they had the probably the worst week one opponent because you just went up against a team that was already laid down to die. It was just awaiting death. It felt like. Um, and I just don't think it was going to be it, for if I'm a if I'm a Bucks fan, I it wasn't like this amazing. You were at home, you played a, a Philly team that literally has nothing left in the tank, and now you got to go on the road to this place that was absolutely just roaring. That place is loud, the dome that that offense is fast. Jameer Gibbs is looking good, and I just think it's just a weapons thing. I think Baker's had a really good year, and he solidified himself, had that big playoff game, but. I don't know. I think asking him to now go on the road, which I don't I don't see Baker being this kind of guy who can go in the divisional playoffs on the road and just kind of scoop pull off a win. Mm-hmm. Um at least with Goff, he's been there, right? He's been to a Super Bowl. He's playing these big games. They know they're home. They got a chance, you know, that they don't even know if there's a chance Green Bay pulls off the win, you know, that they're playing home field next week for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. So like, there's all these kind of cool things yeah. that could be going on. I think Dan Campbell's going to have to see pump. That place is going to be loud. I think Baker's going to struggle. And that defense is going to be able to get to him. Because the thing about Detroit is they're able to get pressure on Aiden Hutchinson. It's going to make Baker's life a bit, bit of hell, I think. And it's going to be really tough for him. He's had a good year. but I think it stops here. And I think uh, Lions win pretty easily. I'm going to go 31 to, to 21. Nice ten point win. Yeah, you know, I was I was going back and forth on the scores here. The one thing that Tampa does though in their defense, they keep they choke people down to like low scores. And I can't I I, I was going high in this one. I thought Detroit would score a bit. And then I just like, man, these guys have played each other before. Tampa limited them to 20 points. So I do have Detroit to win, but I don't I think it's gonna be a slow game. 
You know, I think it's going to be one of these sort of back and forth, kind of defensive, kind of minded ones. Um, and, you know, Tampa sort of fighting for their life in this one, um, you know, sort of Python versus alligator kind of thing. Uh, I've got Tampa to lose. Obviously, I've got it 23 to 12. I've got it hit the under in this one. I just went back and forth. I just for some reason, I just think they're they're just going to punch each other. And um, and Tampa's going to make it tough for Detroit. But Detroit will win in the end. Um, you know, Tampa's going to do everything they can to shut down all of Detroit's tools. And, you know, if Mike Evans can find some room or Godwin up the middle, you know, it's going to give Baker a fighting chance. So there, there's going to be that. And I think that's they'll keep him in, in range. Detroit will shut him down in the red zone. It'll be field goals. Uh, I just I just I just feel this is going to be slow and ugly. Twenty three to twelve um, and slow and ugly. Also, what I'm looking for in my dating profile. <laughs> oh man now we get to the one where ryan is going to be fretting yeah. because his defense has been shredding hey hey yeah. kansas hey, city is uh coming into this one and you know they seem to have buffalo's number but this time they're playing in orchard park playing in highbury field playing wherever in buffalo whatever they call that stadium now. Highmark, so, hallmark Hall, stadium hallmark stadium like a hallmark movie it's always covered in snow and there's romance it's it's being renamed, nicknamed the Pit, apparently. Yeah, the Pit from of Highmark. The, the, yeah. fam- the famous story about that a Bills fan fell into the Pit, and that we have not lost since. So well, every week we sacrifice someone to the Pit. Sacrifice. And it will someone. be, and it will be my Monday morning. I will be sacrificing to the Pit. Yeah, because I am going to be staying up to staying up at eleven thirty to watch this bad boy. Eleven thirty. Yeah, it will be a. It will be a, a fathering on Monday. It'll be a TV day for my children. Yes. Why don't we watch TV for nine straight hours today? Just kids? like we used to have movie days on Fridays when the teacher, let's watch yeah. a movie. I'm gonna, everyone. Oh, I'm gonna te- wheel I'm gonna wheel in an old TV and just plug it yeah. in, put it on, on the stand. Put on a VH. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just keep adding things to your special coffee. Um yeah, yeah exactly. Kansas City, um, Patty Mahomes, man, it seems to have their number. Now, look. Let's look at Buffalo has been depleted. Uh, you're trying to get some of your guys back, but the defense, who took a beating again last week. Um, and it looks like Gabe Davis is also not going to be playing. Uh, Rap as well. Um, and Kansas City, their defense is keeping them alive. They, they've struggled. They got a good win against Miami, but they're coming into Buffalo. And man, Man, this game makes me nervous. And I know you're a Buffalo mm, fan. Yeah, I, 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 I can see so many different scenarios. I, this is a multiverse game, you know? Yeah. And it's annoying well, it's in just, many different forms. It's, it's everything they've been setting up for since like 13 seconds happened a few years ago. This is what they've always wanted, Kansas City in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And now you're playing the weakest version of that Kansas City team offensively, not defensively. It's the best defensively but this is what you've all wanted this is what you've all played for josh and kansas city is mahomes in his whole career has never played in buffalo he played him in the 2020 year where there were no fans so he's never even played in front of bills mafia that place is gonna be nuts i am terrified because i again there's lots of reasons again like you said the injuries i think some of them are gonna come back like Razul douglas will be back uh, Ter- Terrell Bernard should be in, but you know, maybe back. We don't really know. He's a game time decision. But to me, uh, Gabe Davis isn't a massive loss. I think like Khalil Shakir's really stepped in to be that second option. Dalton Kincaid looks good. Again, Buffalo has has everything in their sights. They got the home, 
They got the better offense. They don't have the better defense. And this is now, this is a, a this is for Josh Allen's. Like he needs this. He's beaten Mahomes three straight times in the regular season, but hasn't beaten him in the in the in the playoffs. So I am obviously going to pick Buffalo, but I do not feel even remotely good about it because everything about just putting Mahomes in a corner terrifies me. The thing I especially is how good he's been this year at scrambling for first downs. Like the thing that killed the Bills or kills every team when you watch Mahomes is that just ability on third and eight to get that first down running. He does it all the time. It just like you can't get to him. So Buffalo's got to find a way to stop that from happening because I think you can, even with the way Rice has been playing, Kelsey's still there. I Against Miami, they were beaten up and they couldn't get in the end zone. They kicked four field goals in the red zone. They just could not punch it in. And I think the fact that this is in Buffalo, it's going to be loud. It's going to be hard. I'm going to go with the Bills to win 24-21, a nice little close battle, but I don't feel good about that. Do not hold me to it. Yeah, I mean, you just and you're looking at Mahomes, and as you mentioned, he's got that Brady ability. Yeah. When the playoffs come, man, he tunes it up, and he's just he sniffs out that first down yard line. He just knows, um, and just that baseball ability of his to to shuffle the 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 ball off and find guys. He doesn't have some, you know, Travis Kelsey obviously is old dog, uh, not running as fast. He's still getting it. Rice, as you say, you know, Buffalo needs to cover him because he's getting 100 yards a game with with Mahomes now. So, you know, Buffalo's really going to have to try to find a way to shut him down. Not having Davis, not having that ability for Buffalo. I worry about these injuries because it's that rally back ability that if Buffalo needs to punch back or stop him. And if your defense is hurt like that and not being able to get that pass rush on him is going to make him give him more time to just do his crazy little Crazy little stuff we love, and you love, and yep. you love to hate. Um, Taylor Swift today would, yeah, sorry, is go apparently going to be staying at the Comfort Inn because that's Buffalo's five star hotel. <laughs> yeah, Holiday um, Inn. Uh, she's getting a free continental breakfast. Well, the pool's open at uh, eight a.m. Bring the kids. Um, yeah. Ah, man, I, I I can see this going so many different ways, but I do have Buffalo to win it. I've got it twenty six twenty three, three points. Yeah, it's. No way it's going to be a beatdown. I no. think it's just, to me, it's just Josh Allen just has to win this. Like, he can't just keep, just in the way the world is today, it's not, like, different. Because back in the old days of Brady versus Manning, which this is, like, considered being, like, the new version of, like, Brady dominated Manning for a while. Yeah. I think he won, like, six straight or something against him. Manning couldn't do it until he finally was able to. But this is the weakest the Chiefs have been. You know, they lost to the Raiders in December. They still haven't looked great. Like, as good as they looked last week, they were playing an absolute defeated Dolphins team that had nothing left in the mm-hmm. tank um, after their collapse. So uh, I, I just think, I really hope that the, the, this is a true equalizer because it's kind of intriguing, that, crazy that Mahomes, after all these games and all these, has never played a road playoff game. And that's just wild. To think well, of. It's a testament to how, be... how good they've been and how dominating yeah. they've been. Um, I think, you know, the big differential here is going to be that Buffalo fans, you know, that that noise, because on third down, 
to have them, you know, having him to call yeah. a timeout, that's, you know, or throwing a frozen dildo. Or go to si- or silent count, go to a silent count. They're going to have to figure out ways. That crowd is going to be nuts. It's going to be the wildest it's been in Buffalo in a long time. Especially yeah. with the late start, 630, they're going to be. Yeah, and, and you know, sound, the way sound travels in cold, uh, you know, it's just, it's going to be sort of frigid. And I, I mean, look, Mahomes is still a good cold weather quarterback. We know that because he's got the, the 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 lineage in Kansas City. Um, but yeah, it's to me, this is, you know, if this is, if this was in, you know, Kansas City in Missouri, uh, I could see it obviously a different way. But in Buffalo, I'm going with the Bills. That's it. That's it for our picks, everyone. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Then it's only conference championships, and then it's Super Bowl. Uh, we've got eight teams playing this weekend. There'll be four that we discuss in our picks podcast next week. But, of course, Ryan and I will chew it all down in our crit in our next podcast. Everyone, thanks for listening so much. Enjoy the games this weekend, and uh, happy betting to you.